Shoot the Dough podcast is recorded in front of a live internet audience. Nailed it! Oh yeah, this is the Macho Man Randy Savage coming at you. And it is time to do the show. I mean, show the dough with Aaron and Denny. Oh yeah. Streaming on Mixler every Tuesday afternoon. We're available to download later in your podcast feed. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get those perks. Oh yeah. Time for the show to begin. So let's listen in. Live from a bunker in the heart of the Ozarks, here's Aaron and Danae. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's good. Shoe the dough, yeah. Yeah, mm, yeah. Snap into a shoe the dough. <laughs> yeah. How you doing, Danae? I'm good. You're back. It's We're true. back. Shoe the dough is back. Are you nervous? I'm nervous. I'm sure, yeah. It's been like just under three months since we've done an How episode does one of shoe. shoe- uh, uh, yeah, exactly. How how are those shoon? How did we do this before so much has happened? <laughs> I think we basically just turn the microphones on and blabber a little bit. And Having a baby happens. is like a mind wipe. Yeah, tell me about that. Is, have you found that to be true? It's like a mind wipe. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> There's so many things that it's like start you know start fresh, start over. Because I've heard the phrase "mom brain" a lot. Okay, that's you find different. that to be true. That is true, but that's not what you're talking about. No, I think okay. it's probably a part of it. But there's this is such a, like a life altering thing. Uh-huh. It's one of these those demarcations in life where everything in your everything is just different. So it just changes. Everything changes. Yeah. Suddenly things that really bothered me before, I don't care. <laughs> you know, things like that. It's just so interesting. Do you have a good example? Well, like for example, in my Clash Royale game, <laughs> my Clash of Clans Royale, my little clan royale thing that I do. Yes. Yeah. There's just stuff that used to bug me. Now I'm just like, I don't care at all. I, I'll just get to the game. <laughs> I've got a I human child. Something really cool did happen, though. I am now the clan leader, Aaron. Oh, nice. People are like, hey, Danae, pretty crazy changes in your life, huh? And I'm like, yeah, I became the leader of my Clash Royale clan. <laughs> I don't I'm think that's what they were talking. Super proud about it. I don't think that's it. what they were talking about today. No, not it may actually. have been the baby that they were talking about in that case. Yeah. See, I thought you were going to say things like getting poop on your hands. Okay, yeah, that doesn't bother me. Right. I Whereas thought before, it would. before a baby, you'd been like, "Why is there poop on my hands? This is really annoying." And <laughs> this kid here, who just left poop. <laughs> now here? you're like, "Oh yeah, I have a baby." <laughs> that is true. And the other thing that's been really interesting, I didn't realize, like, I have mom spit now. Mom spit, and that works. Tell for me about mom solvent. Spit. Well, you know, like when a mom like like licks her finger and then cleans. The oh, kid's like face all of a sudden off. the the there's a different consistency to your saliva. I've never licked my finger and wiped someone's face off before, <laughs> just to be clear. But it does appear that it works. I always thought that was sort of strange, but uh-huh. it, it genuinely just like magic just takes stuff off of her face. It's pretty awesome. Wow! So I do that. That doesn't bother me anymore. Also, the fact that I haven't you know bathed in a while, it's not bothering me. <laughs> It might bother somebody else, but it doesn't bother me. Especially because I just found out that you don't use deodorant. I do that now. Was a really, that was a surprise to I me. I do now. I have to now because I stink now. Now that you're mom? Not because of the showers, but because of the hormone stuff. Apparently. All you got to do is lick your thumb and just under your armpits. Just clean all that stuff out with your thumb. Take that mom spit you know, to work. I'm going to try that. See how that does. I'm going to need some honest friends to tell me whether it works or not. Actually, I can smell myself just fine now. That's been weird because before I didn't wear deodorant. I didn't need to. Yeah. I never really sweat that much. Shows how much activity was in my life. I just sort of <laughs> went from air conditioner to air conditioner, I guess. And I don't like being outside. So I never really sweat a lot. But now, even though I don't sweat a lot, I I just smell different. I don't smell good. They uh, In the live chat, they're saying we obviously know uh, how to do a shoe because we've already mentioned poop and puke. So That's true. <laughs> We're back. Yeah. We're absolutely back. Well, you ready to shoe a dough? Aren't we already shooing a dough? We're going to shoo a dough. We're going to play some uh, Tuesday True or False Kay. on this episode of Shoe the Dough. But first, from the corners of the universe, people act in different ways and then people take notice and so they make it news. And so we shall peruse the news. Take that, Mr. Body Odor. How was that? That was good. All right. We may have woken my daughter. (laughs) (laughs) That is the downfall of the Peruse the News intro, is it wakes sleeping infants. Uh, So, yeah, let's let's do it. What do you got? Three stories from each of us as we peruse the news. I was pretty surprised with this one. Um, This professional marathoner outran two bears. This is the headline. And then comma, but you should not try this. (laughs) 
So it's like what you should just give in and let the bears catch you. Listen, no. <laughs> if two bears are chasing me, no, I am going to try and outrun them. They do eventually go into the article about what you should do if bears are actually coming after you. Oh, I see. So apparently you're supposed to back away slowly. I thought you were supposed to make yourself as big as possible, like face them, make yourself as big as possible so that you're as intimidating as you can be. Back away and then slowly back and away slowly. If the bear follows, continue to back away slowly. And if that doesn't work... Stand your ground and attempt to intimidate the animal by looking bigger, waving your arms, clapping, banging sticks. And if the bear attacks you, your next action, I mean, I hope you're praying at this point, should depend on what kind of bear you're dealing with, which was one of my (laughs) favorite parts of the article. Like, okay, you're really close now. You appear to be a brown bear. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, I've seen The Revenant. Uh, What I know is you don't want to get into a fight with a bear. What I've also seen is I watch a show called Alone, where these people go into the woods of Nova Scotia and the last person standing wins. Like, you just stay there alone, get your own food, all, own just shelter. Like for millions of dollars or something? Uh, yeah, it's a couple dollars. I don't, I don't think it's millions. <laughs> I, think it's, uh, I think it's more in the thousands range for this show. Because it's, it's not on one of the major networks. <laughs> it's on, like, uh, a National like Geographic PBS channel or, or something. something. <laughs> yeah, like, we have a grant like, for that. <laughs> we'll give you a peanut butter and <laughs> jelly sandwich. Here's 25 bucks. <laughs> Defend yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but they always, whenever there's a bear around, they always go, Hey, bear! Hey, bear! Hey, bear! Because <laughs> I think it's just the loud noise is supposed to be intimidating. Hey, <laughs> it's supposed to be intimidating to the bear. This guy is a marathon runner. And he was on like a morning run and two bears came out onto his path. Wow. And they stopped and they looked at him (laughs) and he looked at them and he thought, I know there's a house 20 yards away. And he just took off and ran. That really is the wrong thing to do. So you know what the bears did? Oh, they chased him. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. So he gets to the house and he pulls on the door and it's locked. So how crazy would that be? So yeah. he's there, and then he sees a latch. So he gets the latch just in time, and he gets inside. And they were black bears. I think if I read the article correctly, kind of going off of memory now, well, which that's, is always you dangerous. Know, of the bears you see... That's, that's not a good one. That's not a good one. It's Be- not grizzly. It's not polar. Well, they said in this article, like, if it's, a gr- if it's a grizzly bear or a brown bear, then you should play dead. But if it's a black bear, prepare to fight back, is what the article says. Oh, wow. Black bears are aggressive, huh? Yeah. It says, and specifically go for the face. So yeah. anyway, just yeah, there's some tender me, spots in the face. As mentioned earlier, this is why <laughs> I just don't go outside. <laughs> there's just better chance. The problem with going for the face is that's also where the teeth are. <laughs> so you got to be close. You gotta, you gotta get those eyes. eyes without getting the teeth. Yeah. That's what the trick is. That's the trick. That is the trick. What's yours? All right. My first story in Peru's the news. Donald Trump Jr. Just kidding. Don't. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Your first one back, we go straight political. I would just go grab my daughter, who is awake now, by the way, and I would just oh, walk away. She's enjoying the show. That's right. Joey Chestnut claims 10th Nathan's hot dog eating contest title. Did you watch this? Breaks his own record. Just bits and pieces. I didn't watch like the whole presentation, but I did watch some clips. It's incredible what these guys do. Do you think so, Aaron? The competitive eating? Yes. I would- you try in 10 minutes to eat 72 hot, hot dogs, including the buns. No. For, 72 hot dogs the word i would in use 10 minutes it was disgusting we watched it disgusting fine but also impressive can't we agree both adjectives can live in the same sentence i just find it to be so wasteful and why you know <laughs> why is this happening it was such a spectacle too i didn't expect that like there's this whole presentation did you know oh, that, yeah, that yeah. he comes in carried by people oh yeah they carry him in. Oh, it's a big to-do. Like, he is the champion of the world. <laughs> they carry him in, and he has this belt that's, like, mustard-colored. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty amazing stuff. Um, so, the disgusting part of it that, you know, for you, find it disgusting, does that mean you can't enjoy watching it? No, I okay. didn't. So, does that mean all. you can't respect the athleticism that it takes to do this? Athleticism. <laughs> that's stretching for me. It is, it is exactly the kind of athleticism it is. It's like stomach stretching and the speed, the hand, the hand hot dog, the you know hand mouth coordination. Did you know the how they eat the buns? Coordination. Yeah, they dip them in water and then they squish them yeah. into like little bowls. Yeah, and they go down faster that way. Kobayashi invented that trick. Before Kobayashi d- invented bun dipping, the record was like twenty, something like that, because they were so dry. And then Kobayashi invented like water dipping, and he broke the, into the fifties. 
And that was like 10 years ago. And since then, it's just been him and, and Joey. And Kobayashi actually hasn't hasn't competed in a while. I think he's lost it. There are days when <laughs> <laughs> what you know about random things is, is super impressive. And then there are days where I'm like, well, that's just a sad waste of space in your brain, man. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. What do you got for your second one? My second one is from Panama Beach. Oh, well, I should say it's from USA Today. This happened in Panama Beach. Florida beachgoers form an 80-person human chain to save a family. Oh, wow. Did you see this? No, I didn't see this at all. So there's this family who saw that their kids had, were too far out and they were like screaming. So they swam out to save their kids. Where was this again? Where, what ocean? This was in Florida. Panama City Beach. So the two kids were out in the distance in the mm-hmm. ocean? Yeah. Well, they were kind of getting taken out in the rip current. Yeah. And the, and the family went out to get them also caught up in the rip current. And um, the I think it's the father is quoted as saying, no, it's the mother is quoted as saying, I honestly thought I was going to lose my family that day. And I was like, oh, God, this is how I'm going to go. Which is so scary. Like, who wants yeah. to go out drowning? Yeah. Nobody. So the beachgoers were noticed the family was struggling and they all banded together. They formed an 80 person human chain. And then starting with the kids, the rest. 80 people. 80 people. And then the, they started with the kids. The rescuers towed the swimmers along the human chain and pulled them back yeah. into store, to the shore. I mean, that's possibly the only way to do it because if it's a strong current, There's it's not a- like you're going to swim out and bring them back. It doesn't nope. matter how strong a swimmer you are. So to have, wow. So they just went along the human, like, they isn't it incredible? That is amazing. And everybody's okay. Everybody's okay. That's great. Everybody made it. I do find it interesting that so far, two for two, we're doing articles from your side that are reasons not to go into the outdoors. <laughs> There's bears and riptides. It's a good point, Aaron. Yeah, thanks. What's your second peruse the news, Mr. Dicer? Let's go with this one. Um, it has to do with food, which I love. What? I love food. I do too. So much food. Uh, this has to do with the next generation of food technology. Here's the, here's the headline. This $399 Keurig for food could replace every cooking appliance you own. Hold on a second. I'm just transported now to Star Trek. Uh-huh. Is it like the Star Trek? The thing that just made food? Yeah. Yeah, no, no. It doesn't materialize food out of nothing. Well, what was the thing called? <laughs> food materializer? Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. But there's also the one in Back to the Future where they put in that little pizza. And, and then it becomes, becomes a big... It becomes a big pizza. Fifth element as well. Yeah, yeah. It's more like the Back to the Future one. Chicken. Mm, good so maybe the future is coming true but basically this is an all-in-one countertop machine that is a broiler steamer oven and toaster it comes with little packs that you put in it and then you scan the barcode and your phone has just quick instructions on what you're supposed to do and all you have to do is refill the water i don't understand what you're talking about okay okay so ask questions so a keurig is the ones that make the coffee. Coffee, right? You just got the little pod that you put in the top. Okay, so... And as long as the water's full, right. it can make you a cup of coffee. So we're talking about this is a machine that makes lots of different kinds of soup flavors? Fish. Soup? Bro- no. No, actually, it comes in, little, in the little pod. There's this little filet of fish. And you put it in there, and you tell it... You, you scan the barcode, it knows exactly what's in there now, and okay. it prepares it. So then it, it like steams it for a certain amount of time so and is, then broils it for a certain amount of time. It's and, always a cup of blank. Well, a pod. It's more of a pod than a cup. A cup of meat. Yes, a cup uh, of broccoli. A cup of... This is the thing that I have with these things. It's all these fancy foods. Every time I look at one of those like... Um, blue, what are they called? Blue Apron or those, you know, mm-hmm. those subscription food services where they send you the food that you have to make yourself or whatever. Yeah. It's always this like fancy sprig on a thing and the spices and it's just like i want a cheeseburger like can i just like put a cheeseburger in my new 400 dollars keurig you are not the normal consumer for those products because i think i am no you're a super taster you are an abnormal man but somewhere yes you're you're right on, on that level you don't I'm not like the normal flavor consumer. right well no i like flavor <laughs> no, you don't. i just don't like combinations of flavor you don't like flavor i mean you like peanut butter and you like bread. <laughs> um, they did some testing on it. They said it is the best tasting prepared food. They said it's restaurant quality, the people who tested this out. 
uh, which I, sounds amazing if you like this kind of stuff. Or maybe but, it's like a subpar restaurant. But it just sends it just sends in the mail. Sends you these like it's a subscription thing, and you get these packets, and you put it in, and it's available like next month. So it's not too far in the future. But I'm looking at um, Southwest Chicken is one of the things that it sends you. Uh, lamb merguez meatballs. Merguaze. <laughs> no idea. So looks so disgusting. Let's talk about the containers. Tofu burgeonne. Burgundies. Burgundy. Burgund. Burgundois. Burgundois. So, are, is this going to be more plastic waste, more paper? Like, what's what are these pods? Because that's the thing I don't like about Keurig is that uh-huh. it's so much waste. I I don't know anything about nothing that. about the containers. I, I mean, it okay. looks like a plastic container. Boo. But I don't. But I don't know that it is. For all I know, they're very green, Danae. For all I know, they're it very green. It just seems green. like it's going to be a lot more waste for people who like to use it. And uh-huh. I am trying to eliminate that, which is why I like my next peruse. <laughs> Can I use that as a segue? Do it. You just did. Okay. My next one is titled this. Water you can eat. Hmm. Edible drink bubbles. <laughs> Aim to eliminate plastic bottle waste. I've seen these. I am so excited about these. Um, these are the the things where it's just water in. It's like one of those uh, gel, you know, kind of bubble things. Yeah. And you just pop them in your mouth, and it's all biodegradable, and the water is inside. Thirty five billion plastic water bottles are tossed into the garbage every year, which is horrible. And I am not a water bottle lover uh-huh. at all. Yeah. Was it? Huge concern with my husband for many years until the little like the Yeti cups yeah. kind of came out. Yeah. Now he just uses that because it stays cold all day long. The reason he loved water bottles is because he could keep it in a cooler. He could have cool water all the time. Yeah. But now he has one thing that can do that. And he has recently learned that water is free when you go into like, stores. <laughs> <laughs> so he just goes into like all of the stores. And so kudos to Hebo for fixing that major problem. So the outside is like a it's like a membrane and it's a biodegradable membrane and when you are done with it you can just toss it on the ground because it will just disintegrate within a, like I think a week maybe. Well I think the the interior uh liquid is actually insane. Is that what it, is that how it's pronounced? I don't know. Oh no, maybe it's insane. Maybe it's insane in the membrane. Maybe that's what Aaron the Dicer. <laughs> That was a genius setup. I love it when you crack yourself up like that, sir. <laughs> the container part is made of um like like a seaweed type yeah 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 cellulite yeah it's kelp based not cellulite but (laughs) oh my goodness (laughs) it's combination water container and diet device (laughs) you just suck it out of your gut and then you put water in it so they basically hand you a frozen ball and then once the water inside melts then you can either puncture it and suck it out or whatever however you kind of like want to well, Andrew in our chat actually has had these before, and uh, he says you eat the bubble. You can so, eat the so bubble. It eat. is edible. But if it yeah. freaks you out, then you can also just toss it on the ground. Right. It's like it when will... you see animals give birth, right? You know. No, it is not like the placenta <laughs> at all, Aaron. But it's, thank you for that visual. It's aqua placenta. <laughs> Gross. That's what it is. Gross. Let's move on to your <laughs> last one. <laughs> all right. My last one is pierced baby picture sparks outrage among parents. We're both parents now. It's Danae. true. I've joined the club. How, have you seen this picture? I have. Okay, so it's a Photoshop picture of a baby laughing real big, and where the baby has a natural dimple, they have photoshopped in like a stud, you know, piercing for like a cheek piercing on the baby, and so it looks like the baby has like a cheek piercing or something like that, and it's kind of sparked this real conversation about you know piercing babies and that kind of thing. What do you think about all this? Well, the mom that posted it, if it, if I remember reading this correctly, she speaks out against any kind of like baby mutilation. Right. Yeah. That's so, her, her whole point was to make people think that this is crazy that you would do this, and then think about how that compares to ear piercing, ear piercing, nose piercings. Not that anyone does that, but the, where's the line? Right. Uh, circumcision. Was I was going to say, she, she, goes, she goes into circumcision as well. So, yeah, I think it just it did what she wanted to do, which was strike up the conversation about babies and when is it okay and when is it not okay. She even said something like, I think in the post that was like, this baby is mine until it turns 18, so I can do whatever I want with her. Uh, yeah, I make all of her decisions until she's 18. I made her. I own her. 
which is a lot of the times the arguments when she gets into conversations with other people, mm-hmm. that's what they say about their kids. So she was just kind of doing the same thing. But for some reason, because it was a cheek piercing, it was such a, you know, this horrible, horrible thing. I thought it was kind of clever just to get the conversation started. And it, <laughs> and it meant that yesterday when we were talking about this, <laughs> people were like, so today, are you going to pierce Iris's ears? <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to talk about this right now. Do you want to talk about it now? Sure. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it with you in private. <laughs> I'm going to wait till I have a public platform to That's talk right. about it. Well, now, how do you feel to about, think it? about it? Um, I think I'll wait. I definitely am not going to do the baby ear pierce things, but I have been looking at magnetic earrings oh. because there are earrings out there that you can just like snap on and they're just magnets. So it's not yeah. something that's permanent. And if you want it, if I wanted to dress up her, you know, her ears and make them sparkly or something, mm-hmm. then I could do that. Or I yep. could do a nose piercing for her or a cheek piercing, but then she might saw the magnet and then people will be calling division <laughs> family services or whatever. Listen, if there's anything you're going to learn, you cannot win. Every <laughs> no. parenting choice you make, there's a certain percentage of people who think it's a bad parenting choice. Yeah. And, and that's just... I I'm mean, not looking the, forward to that That's part. the way it is. I, there are very few things that have 100% agreement, you know, I amongst people. I can't think people. of any. Well, I can think of a few really dark ones, you know. Okay. Shaking babies. Way to go there, Aaron. <laughs> you know, like... A- Did you know that they make you take a shaking baby class? I... At the hospital, before uh-huh. I was allowed to leave, I had to shake a baby, like a fake baby. Why? Because that's part of, like, they they have to teach you how wrong it is. So that... Means, By making you do it? So they had this... They had this mechanical baby. You could see its brain, and then okay. on the clear part... So it's, it's supposed to help you make make you aware of what you're doing to the child and then they make you shake it see this and then they make you sh- but they make you shake it so it's not like you can kind of go okay i'm com- comfortable like you had to like really get angry i don't like this i no, no. it was very comfortable i had just given birth like this was bad but and then like parts of its brain light up and then it'll tell you on the thing like you've just you Listen, know altered your child's vision this i i can kind of see it i'm sure there are people who are big proponents of this I don't like it. I there there is something visceral about making you do that action that I think they're using to bring awareness, but I don't it I guess what I should say is it shouldn't be necessary. That should be kind of a dumb moment, right? Like it seems as silly to me as to create a a, a fake baby that is see-through and has like a red liquid in their heart and say, "Okay, now I need you to stab this baby because I need you to see what would happen." If you would stab your baby in the heart and how that would hurt your baby. Like, okay. I'm like, so you know what I'm saying? Extreme, Aaron. No, but that's but what no, I'm saying. But here's the it thing. is extreme. And I apologize. Like, okay, we're talking about this now. But shaking baby thing is like a, it's a problem. And then you don't, it doesn't take a lot of shaking to cause Correct. damage. Yes. So stabbing baby is not necessarily that big <laughs> of an issue. That's a fair point. <laughs> All right. I but back I it off a little bit. I back it off a little bit. So I can now say from personal experience, I have shaken a fake baby. Wow. And it did not take that much motion for the little bitty animatronic brain to light up. Yeah. And it was very uncomfortable. Yeah. It just seems really traumatic. It seems like purposeful trauma, uh, you know, psychological trauma. And it just bothers me a little bit. So that trauma versus piercing trauma, very different. <laughs> right. Here's a see-through earlobe. I want you to pierce this fake baby. But you're right. We can all agree that shaking a baby is wrong. <laughs> yes. What's in there? But we can't all agree about piercings, but I don't think I'll do it. Not not until she can make decisions for herself See, that's, later. that's always my thing with my kids. If it, and if it involves something that seems permanent like that, like I'm not going to tattoo my kids, you know. Why or, not? Or, <laughs> because, like, that's their decision. That's a you know, it's a, is it? No, No, it's Aaron. not. <laughs> you Listen, got so freaked out. I have lived in this world. <laughs> Long enough to know that that might be a thing. Before we move on to our game for today, uh, just a reminder that this is a fan-funded uh, podcast network called Studio DNA. Uh, there are podcasts that live on this network. There's expansion that's going on on this network. Thanks to you and your support at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Highly encourage you to go check it out. You can read about what we're doing. You can stay updated. And of course, if you are a Patreon supporter, you get access to Patreon-only things like our Patreon pre-show. Yeah, which during this Patreon pre-show, all sorts of fun stuff happens. So. Yeah, there was words that were said. (laughs) 
we do appreciate more. your support. So maybe your three bucks a month, it doesn't just go to one podcast. You actually make multiple possible. So thank you guys so much for doing that. And your dedicated podcast feed has all those multiple podcasts available in it. So you can download the ones you want, including the bonus episodes that nobody else gets to see. What are you pointing at? I love that Isaac in the chat said, patrons get those parks. Patrons get those parks. Uh! <laughs> That's right. Isaac and knows. so fun because we did that. And it became a thing, Aaron. <laughs> We're doing stuff that's becoming things. How do you want to pick the topics for our Tuesday true or false today? Do you want me to go through like general topics and then get specific? So we can go general and then specific? I have no idea what you're talking about, but I like (laughs) your hand gestures. It's like so much up here or do you want them down here? General is up top and it's larger and then specific. It it kind of zones zones down. Yeah. I'm liking this. This is fun. All right. We'll go general first. Do you want animals? Yes. Arts and culture. Yes, I want animals of arts and culture. History, science and technology, sports, or animals. <laughs> Wait, didn't you? Yes. Wait, hold on. Hold on. I got excited already about the animals. Um, I'm watching for chat to see if there's any opinions yeah, in the chat. Yeah, let, let us know in the chat if you have any suggestions. I was thinking animals because of the bears earlier. Have we done bears? All right. Do you want to do dolphins, bears, canines? Wild Australia or animals of Africa? I think we should do bears. We should do bears. That's just, that's so strange that that's an option. <laughs> well, there you go. It's like it's meant to be. Is it always be. an option or is, it re- is this a random site? Well, they, they create new quizzes and, you know. Wow. In case you didn't know, we use a, a true or false uh, site called Quippo Quiz to do our true or false. We love it. Uh, we do 15 <laughs> questions. We have two votes for Wild Australia, though. I think we did that one. All right, we'll do bears. You ready? Ready. True or false? False. The spectacled bear is the only bear in South America. Does it look like it has glasses on it? I like think it that's has... why it's called the spectacled bear, although there's a spectacled picture here. <laughs> he looks more like he's just like hanging out watching TV with his arm up on the couch to me, <laughs> but I don't see any spectacles. And he's supposed to be from where? South America. The spectacled bear is the only bear in South America. Whoa. That seems like it could be super special. I think that's true. Let's do it. Yeah, we're going with true. That is true. Uh, also called the Andean bear is the only bear in South America. Weighs 300 to 385 pounds. It is the second largest mammal on the continent after the tapir, whose weight ranges from 500 to 550 pounds. What does a tapir look like? I have no idea. I'm Googling but it's big. it. Hold on. T-A-P-I-R. Maybe it's tapir. I don't know. Whoa, this thing looks like a... Anteater yeah, on it's a gi- steroids. Yeah, it's a giant anteater. Is it really? Yeah. It's similar in shape with a pig with a short prehensile nose trunk. <laughs> I think I saw that in Oakja, the movie Oakja on Netflix. It, that is, that's kind of scary. Yeah? You don't want to run into one of those in the forest? This looks like the R.O.U.S. is on Princess Bride. <laughs> that is true. That is exactly what it looks like. And it also kind of looks like a hippopotamus in a weird way. Rodents of unusual size? Man. I don't believe they exist. <laughs> yeah! True or false, bear cubs are born at the beginning of spring. True or false, bear cubs are born at the beginning of spring. Hmm. Hmm. What do you think? I mean, bears hibernate, right? Yeah, they sleep a lot. They sleep through the winter. So I would I think they'd be born in the summertime. I wouldn't think... I mean, if they sleep through the winter, spring's next, right? <laughs> Is that so, the order? Yeah. Okay. Winter, spring, summer, fall. So they basically have to hibernate pregnant then. Yeah, which if means they were that they're busy the seasons in the fall. Right. And that doesn't seem right. Doesn't I think they get busy in the spring. Like most do. And have, in and nature. Have, and have summer babies. <laughs> summer babies. Is that where we're going to land? Yeah. All right. We're landing with bears have summer babies. So we're going with... False, right? False. Okay. That is false. Good job, team. But we're also wrong. Oh, no. (laughs) Bear cubs are born in the winter. They are born blind, deaf, and without teeth, and with only a light layer of fur. They have to take refuge in the mother's thick fur not to freeze to death. However, they do grow quickly, and by spring, they're ready to go out and explore the world. What? So there you go. But we were right. Blind? For the wrong reason. Deaf? Toothless? Yeah, you don't want to be a baby bear. That's, (laughs) That's a bad place to be. Except for you're too like warm all the time. True or false? Australian. Hey, how are we back in Australia? Australian stockmen killed the last brown bear in Australia in the 1950s. It's true. That's really sad. It's really sad. Yeah, that's the 
the story of Roger the Bear Killer. Remember that? Yeah. It's 1953, I think. Yeah, it was the year I was born. Yeah. No, I was actually a small child then. That's right. Because I was told it at yeah. nighttime. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bedtime story they told us all in the 50s. In fact, we, as we got older, tried to ban this book because it was so depressing. Yeah. Because yeah. who well, wants the detail, to read that? The detail it went into about the bears. It's awful. You know? Yeah, and how they killed the bears. Yeah. So, yeah, I, we, we hate Roger the Bear Killer. So we're going with True then? <laughs> <laughs> That was pretty good. We did good. All right, here we go. Okay. We're saying true. No, that's false. No so ba- wait, does that mean that they're still alive? <laughs> no. Oh. No bear species ever colonized Australia. In fact, oh. except the spectacled bear, which we learned about earlier, that lives in South America, all bear species live in the Northern Hemisphere. Hmm, makes sense. All right, it's true or false. A bear's sense of smell is better than a dog's. True. True, yeah. I think that's absolutely, absolutely. true. They, I learned recently they that- They know it, where the honey is all the time. I learned recently that a uh, dog's sense of smell isn't that heightened, actually. That it's more- That a human sense of smell is identical to a dog's sense of smell. That can't be true because there's a video about it, Aaron. Well, I'm telling you, I just I read this in an article recently, and that the only reason that they're, quote unquote, supposed to be better smellers is because they're near the ground. So they pick up on ground smells. But if we actually crawled along the ground, we'd smell those things, too. Except for you. Because <laughs> I can't smell anything. You can't smell anything because you ruined your own smells. But we're going with a bear sense of smell is better. Oh, for sure. All right. Yep, that's true. Uh, bears have a very developed sense of smell, several times greater than that of dogs. They can detect prey more than 40 miles away. Whoa. 40 miles. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm glad we don't live in bear country. I'm, I'm just going to be don't honest. Go outside, Aaron. Oh wait, oh wait. We, we do actually we do live actually in bear have country. bears in the Ozarks. Yes, That's we do. true. Uh, true or false? The absence of upper incisors helps the sloth bear to suck up termites. Wait, hold on a <laughs> what second. What a specific question. So there's a there's a tooth straw. Yeah. So no, the absence of upper incisors. Oh, so, like, absence. The, the upper, the upper pointy teeth right here. I thought it was like an absent tooth, like an absent. Like, Aren't when, that, when they co- is not the incisor? I think the pointy one. Yes, Aaron, that's the incisor. <laughs> uh, so the absence of those helps the soft bear to suck up termites. That sounds right to me. Yeah, I think bears true. love termites. We're going with true. They can smell them from forty miles away. We are correct. Yeah, we're doing good on this bear thing. Uh, the sloth bear has no upper incisors. It also has long lips and a tapered tongue. A tape? What is a tapered tongue? Do you know what the word tapered means? <laughs> I think so. Do you know what a tongue is? <laughs> Combine the two and you've got your answer. English language. So, so complicated. Weird. These attributes help it to suck up large quantities of termites from their nests. All right. True. Does that mean that if I have a termite problem, I can just call that bear? Yes. Yes, please. Go get a sloth bear. <laughs> just bring it to the house. It's the... That is the easiest solution. I can't think of any others. <laughs> True or false? The polar bear's sense of smell is weakened by the cold. I don't know that it's weakened by the cold or if it's just... No, I, I don't think that would be true. The sense of smell is weakened by the cold. I would think that it would be it's an interesting amplified question. because the cold, that means they could probably smell their prey even further away because there's not a lot going on in the cold. But hear me out on this. I'm listening. My instinct is that... When something's cold, molecules are moving slower. That's what makes it cold. That's actually sure. the definition of temperature is how fast the molecules are moving. Okay, right. right. So the colder it is... Friction science! <laughs> the colder it is, right. the less the molecules are moving, so maybe okay. they don't travel as quickly or travel as well. But that wouldn't necessarily mean that it affects the nose. That it affects would... a sense of smell? Yeah. See, be... that's what's interesting about the question, right? But, yeah. It's not saying how it's able to smell things, although I think that's what it means. But that's just... All right, I'm going to go with you on false. Because I feel like that they could smell the exact same. Because they're themselves warm, uh-huh. but their environment is cold. What I think that would mean is they could actually smell further because where the environment is cold, the moving rabbit and other things are still warm. Rabbits? Yeah, they've got rabbits <laughs> up there. <laughs> Antarctic rabbits? Yeah. Maybe they do. I don't know. I just haven't seen that documentary. They just live I've seen the, the ones with the penguins. There's penguins. <laughs> Good example. I just haven't seen the rabbit, Doc. Uh, what's up, Doc? Uh, so we're going with false. We're going with your... I, I'm so nervous because I don't want to be the left reason to my, that we're left, wrong. Left to my own, I would pick true, okay. but I, I like what you're saying. Let's I'm go willing, rock, paper, scissors. I'm No, I'm willing to go with Two you Two out of three, and, it's, and whoever wins, 
gets to be the answer. Okay, go. I have to go at the same time. <laughs> it's one, two, then and then you go. Okay. 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 Right. Okay. Ready? Go. Okay. Then okay, I got that one. Then I got that one. That means I win because it's two out of three, right? Yes. Yeah. So we're going with my answer. False. Which is where we were going anyway. I just wanted to make sure. All right. Fine. Here we go. It is false. <gasps> polar bears have an excellent sense of smell even in the cold. Well, that wasn't the question, though. A polar bear can detect a seal lying on the ice. Not a rabbit, by the way. A seal. A seal. Well, a seal. They're the rabbits of the sea, Aaron. <laughs> the rabbits of the, of the Arctic. <laughs> A seal lying on the ice from over 18 miles away and smell another one swimming uh, under the ice. I, that's that's what I was saying is they can they, they go deep. But see, but see, they this, go deep. but this isn't answering whether it's weakened by the cold. It's just saying they have a good sense of smell. See, that's a different question. They can have a good sense of smell that is weakened by the cold. This is where your desire to have perfect words yes and it is it should be a standard i, have, I understand you i have, have all the best words you have all the best words i i the way that i interpret it is that be that the animal would be weakened and that's just doesn't make sense sure. to me. so that's why i said it was well false. we got it right so it's true we did good on us good. true or false the malayan sun bear is a diurnal bear very active during the day i'm guessing most bears are nocturnal yeah that's instead of true. diurnal so this is a day bear. A day bear, yes. And what's the name of the day bear? <laughs> Malayan sun bear. It's called a sun bear? I, but that could be a trick. But maybe it's because <laughs> of a sun pattern on its belly. I I think... I think. Why would a bear be around in the daytime? They would just get caught. I think this is a trick based a on trick. the name. It's I think a it's, trick. I think it's false. Or false. You're not going to trick us. It's false. Yes, it's false. Yes. The Malayan sun bear is actually nocturnal. It builds nests of branches in the trees where it spends its days sleeping or lounging in the sun. I love bears. All right. Question number eight. Is Winnie the Pooh male or female? Is this really important? Yeah, it is right now. I think he's male. I think I think Winnie's female. Really? I'm going to look I it up. N- I have never thought of Winnie as being female. Do you think there's gender-specific language in the A.A. A. Milne books? I don't know. I just saw something on the internet once and I got concerned that I thought he was male too. Maybe maybe Winnie's uh, gender neutral. I don't know that we answered the question, but <laughs> and I apologize for the little sidetrack. No problem. I just realized I have this love of bears and I don't know where it came from. And then all of a sudden I realized it was because of Winnie the Pooh. There you go. And I, so wa- had I to wanted exp- to, so I wanted we had to explore to that a little Somehow bit. explore gender issues. <laughs> I know. <laughs> because Winnie the Pooh is from your... You couldn't have just said, you know what? I love bears. I think it's because of Winnie the Pooh. Okay, go to the next question. <laughs> no. It's, I love bears. Let's talk about Winnie the Pooh's gender. <laughs> I don't know. I saw an article and I didn't know if you knew because you have all this random information up in your brain. I, Winnie the Pooh's gender is not something I've spent a lot of time thinking about. I just always assumed he was a man. Maybe that's my issue. My, what is it, cis? My cis normative thinking? Speaking of cis, there is this cis that this guy had for like 30 years. Stop, no. And they popped it and they video recorded it and it was apparently supposed to be disgusting. We say apparently because there's no way we're watching that. Nope. Ever. Ever. In a million years. Moving on. True or false, sometimes lions attack bears. Well, probably. Now, we did learn that all the bears are in the northern hemisphere. That's true. We Africa did Africa is almost exclusively... In the... No, I guess it's about half and half. Actually, I guess most of Africa is in the Northern Hemisphere. Yeah. True or false, lions attack bears. I'm going to say that they do. I'm going to say true. But they probably learned not to. There've got to be African bears. There have to be some African bears. they are hungry. Yeah. And they want to eat meat. All right, we're going to say true. Nope, that's false. Oh, man. Got one lions, wrong. lions do not attack bears because no bear lives on lion territory in Africa. So there are bears in Africa. But they don't talk but to they, each other. Yeah, they don't live in the same territory. They're like, okay, you stay on that side, we'll stay on this side. Tigers sometimes attack adult bears in Asia, but this is a rare phenomenon. Well, thank you for telling us that. Now we know. True or false, the koala is part of the bear family. That's false. That is false. Koalas are part of the unicorn family. <laughs> I thought you were. I thought you were being serious. Like I thought you seriously knew. <laughs> Do you know? Um, aren't they like pa- like trash pandas? 
Aren't they? That's what people the, call the, raccoons. The, the trash pandas of the bear universe. No, that's raccoons. Yeah. Marsupials. Yeah. They're marsupials. They have pouches. Yes. They're like kangaroos. Uh, so we're going with false. Although the koala resembles a small bear, it belongs to the family of marsupials. Marsupial. True or false? Pandas sometimes kill small animals such as mice for food. Sure. Ooh, killer pandas. They get hungry. Pandas aren't herbivores? Oh, right. I I mean, they could be carnivores. They do eat the eucalyptus. That's true. A plant. Mm-hmm. Bamboo. A plant. But maybe they do eat small mice. I'm kind of leaning towards true on this now. I don't, I don't, maybe pandas have this meat eating side that we don't know about. I'm so concerned about the answer to this because I kind of don't want them to eat mice. Sure. Because fifle's a thing. Mm -hmm. I don't, this is hard for me. Talking about any animal attacking another animal, they're supposed to love each other. Yes, but what's the answer? Right. Good question. Good question. We don't have to have a philosophical discussion about the laws of nature. Uh, I'm going with true. You going to join me? But they eat plants. Yes. So why maybe would they're they omnivores. Also eat animals. I don't know, Danae. Do you know also that. eat plants and animals? I do. <laughs> I'm a dangerous animal. Um, I'll let you. Oh, do you want paper rock scissors it again? Well, if you think it's false, but if you don't think it's anything, then we should do true. I think it could be false. But do you think it is false? I think it could also be true. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I think it's true. So let's go with true. Okay, Aaron. What? If you have a strong false feeling, express it. <laughs> You're so passionate. It's a, it's this is great. I've missed this, Aaron. <laughs> I've missed your good. passion about things like this. Let's just go with you. I feel like you need to win right. right now. All right, it's it, it. We're going with true. That's false. <laughs> Pan, pandas are not carnivores, but vegetarians. They only eat bamboo mm-hmm. shoots. Shoot is right. They don't right. even eat eucalyptus. That's koalas. Oh right. Pandas only eat bamboo. Right. 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 In my mind, I was seeing bamboo. Doesn't matter. I said the wrong thing. All right, here we go. My bad. That was my fault. Totally my fault. True or false? Andrew in the chat. It is very, very false. (laughs) (laughs) During its winter sleep, a bear's heart rate decreases to nearly 10 beats a minute. 10 beats a minute. That's a beat every six seconds. Let's say true. That just seems very cool. Beat every six seconds. So, thump. Watching your head nod for the seconds of silence is the best. That could be their heartbeat? Sure, they're huge. They they sleep for a long time. That's true. It's like that one one beat that does a lot. I'm I'm joining you. True. They're sleeping for so long. That's crazy, but we're going with true. It is true. Yes. Although the bear does not actually hibernate, since it can wake up at any time in the event of danger... Its metabolism nevertheless slows down. Its heartbeat decreases from an average of 55 beats per minute to 9 beats per minute. That's incredible. Wow. I'm getting sad thinking about bears hibernating. They don't hibernate. I'm getting sad about thinking about bears being in their caves whenever they're hibernating, kind of, but not really. True or false, a polar bear can swim 62 miles without stopping. Do you want to know why I was sad, Aaron? (laughs) Why are you sad? Because there's a law that people can hunt them in there now. They can go into the where they're sli- they're w- where they are and they can kill them. That makes me sad. I can tell it makes you sad. <sighs> what about the polar bears? I'm th- that's that's Let's why think about I'm the not, polar bears swimming. That's why I'm not making a joke right now because I can tell you're really sad it's about this. So sad. It's upsetting. True or false? A polar bear can swim sixty-two miles without stopping. Sure. That's a long way. Well, they are very, they're very big. 62 miles. That is a long, that is a long way. It seems like a very specific well, what, what, amount. What do you think the amount of miles that they can swim is? Let's ask that question. Ooh, that's a great question. Thank you. If I were, if I were going to guess, I would say, I'd say like 20 miles. But 62 doesn't seem like a stretch. So it doesn't, because think about people. We can right. run and, and they're bears. Yeah. And they have big old paws that just move the water. So they probably yeah. can go fast. Yeah, as well. swimming for them is—I mean—could be walking for a human sure. in some ways. Yeah, I'm right, saying they can. All right, we're going—we're going to go true. Okay, that is true. Whee! Despite its imposing physique, the polar bear is an excellent swimmer. It can venture more than sixty-two miles offshore. In the water, the polar bear travels at an average speed of five miles per hour. Get it, bear? It's about uh, walking speed, right? And they travel out into the water. No, that's running just speed. for fun. They don't actually eat penguins or. <laughs> 
seal or anything. <laughs> well, this says it can venture more than 62 miles offshore. Doesn't that mean it technically can swim 124 miles? Because it has to come back. it has to come back. <laughs> True. <laughs> All right. I'm just saying. All right. Question number 13. Uh, true or false, the Malayan sun bear is the only bear, apart from the polar bear, not to eat honey. They live in trees. The we Mal- learned that earlier. The Malayan sun bear. The sun bear, because it has a sun pattern on its tummy. But why would- that was not actually true. But I, <laughs> in my imagination... But they live in trees. Why would they not go ahead and just eat? Yeah, the question is, why wouldn't they eat honey? Is it because they're trying to be friendly with their neighbors because they live in the tree? I no, don't know. Because sun- bears are... Ooh, ooh. What, what if, if there's no bees what if there, there? That's what I was going to say. What if there's no honey there? Yeah. What in, in Mal- Malaysia or Malayan or wherever it is? Why would they not have bees? I don't know. The bees are disappearing. That's very sad. Gosh, this is depressing. We should never talk about animals. <laughs> uh, so are we leaning towards true now? Malayan sun bear is the only bear not to eat honey? That's a big what if to lean towards true. Like, we don't know that to be the case. There's no reason that we can think of why there wouldn't be honey there. I'm going to let you take this one, Aaron. All right. You've got, your, you've got your deep thinking cap on, and I know sometimes talking to you when you're deep thinking like this. Just, I'm going with true. It's just not worth it. All right, we're going with true. That's False. The Malayan sun bear is very fond of honey. <laughs> like and very fond. Very fond. <laughs> That's what I would have guessed. Moreover, but, uh, its Malayan name, Baruang Madu, translates as honey bear. <laughs> <laughs> You've been duped. <laughs> Man, everyone I choose is wrong. Should teach us something. <laughs> True or false, although they are solitary animals, grizzlies fish in well-organized teams. Oh, yeah. I believe that's true. Sure. Yeah. You got to have a plan if you're going to eat. Right? Then then one of them like scares the fish up towards the other one. I think that's right. The other one smacks them with his paw. No. And then they communicate with sign language with their little bear claws. We're wrong. That is false. They just run willy-nilly into the water. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Despite appearances, grizzlies do not fish as a team. When there is an abundance of fish during salmon migration, each grizzly bear occupies a defined territory, and the most powerful of them have the best sights. Isn't that a team? <laughs> That's right. They have a plan. I'll take this section. You take that section. It's not section. so much of a plan as I don't want that guy to eat me, so okay. I'm not going to fish in his territory. All right. Last BDG question. says they don't share. Uh, we should listen to our chat. They've been right about just they about have everything. Been. I've been watching... After the question, because I try not to look during the question so that I don't have any influence. True or false? This is the final one. Okay. The lesser panda is part of the bear family. That's so sad. There's a lesser panda? The lesser panda. Looks a lot like a raccoon. Oh. The lesser panda is part of the bear family. I don't know anything about the lesser panda. I mean, pandas are bears. But you know what's sad? What? That somebody couldn't come up with its own name. They just had to call it the lesser panda. The lesser something. What I call it? Panda 2.0. Like that gives it at least another evolution of, but it's like a de-evolution. It's like the right, lesser panda. Right. There's a greater and a lesser panda now. Hey, I didn't son, know that. Your name, your your last name's Dicer. You're going to be the lesser Dicer. The lesser Dicer. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's a very good point. Uh, I or even like a mini panda. Sure. Why you gotta be so rude? Don't you know it's a panda too? That was good. Thanks. That was really good. Thank you. Uh, let's see. We're going. What are we going to go with then? True? Is it a part of the bear family yeah. or not? That's the question. I think it is. I don't think it is. All right. We're going with you. because I I've think been, it's a koala. Because we've been, I've been wrong every time. So we're no, going no, no, with no, you. No, no, no. Wait, hold on. No, we're going with What does its tail look like? I can't see its tail. <gasps> Ugh, let me see a picture. That, right. I, I'm at a disadvantage. I don't get to see any images at all. Oh, you're so scary cute. <laughs> this looks like... <laughs> That's like a scary looking thing. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. That's a lesser panda is what <laughs> that is. That's like a bear. That's like a bear panda mix. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> a bear I think pan- it is. I think Wait, it's part of the bear Did you just say family. a bear panda mix? Yeah. You mean like a panda bear? Because bears <laughs> are pandas? <laughs> no, but I like, this picture is incredible. I want to, how do I show this to everybody? I want to show this picture. Well, have them search for lesser panda on the internet. Lesser it's panda. Re- it's really that easy. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take a picture of this because that's just too funny. I think that's a bear. So we're going with true. I think it's a bear. Look at its little bear face. Listen, 
My instinct was true, but I have been wrong about everything, and your instinct was false. <laughs> like at this little face, that is hilarious. <laughs> it looks like he got caught doing something wrong. <laughs> Look at him! <laughs> oh my gosh! Back to the question: True or false? Lesser panda is part of the bear family. I think it's part of the bear family. See, again, that's where I was leaning, but you were leaning to false, so now I want to go false because I've been wrong on every all of my instincts about bears. Okay, let's go with you. We're going to give you the chance. This is your chance, wait, Aaron. Wait, wait. I'm Do so it. confused. Click. Pick yours. Pick your instinct. But my instinct was true. Then go with true. But my instincts have been wrong. Go with true. All this right. is your redemption go moment. Go with true. It's false. <laughs> See? I warned you. <laughs> it is a bear. I was right. No, it isn't a bear. It's a bear. Uh, the lesser panda was long believed to be part of the bear family. It's a bear. But DNA analysis. Listen, there's been a lot of DNA analysis on this already. Has shown that the lesser panda is a mustelodia, which is a I... super family of small carniv- carnivorous mammals, including badgers and skunks. Oh, it is very badger-like. It's a badger skunk bear, it's but it's not a bear. <laughs> Man, my instincts are always wrong about bears. <laughs> I was wrong. Well, f- your instinct was right, though. You talked yourself into it being a bear. Your instinct was that it was false. Oh, that's... I don't remember it entirely anymore. Yeah, because I was going to go with you because <laughs> I had been so wrong. And then you talked yourself into my instinct. Well, that was fun. Yeah, it was. Uh, you ready for our score? I'm ready. We scored correctly on 9 out of 15, which means we are college graduates. Congratulations. Again, we're always college graduates. We barely graduated. Oh, yeah, I guess that was a pun. You did that on purpose. (laughs) You don't do anything on accident. Thanks so much for shooing the dough with us today. The podcast is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. You can find out more about other live and later shows on the network by following the feed at Mixler.com slash Studio DNA. Huge thanks to Randy Macho Man Savage for doing today's intro. Oh, yeah. And of course, you can do an intro if you like as well. You go to AaronandDanae.com. The script is listed there for you if you want to send us one of those. Also, thanks to Chris Tilly for composing the Shoe the Dough theme. And of course, much love and gratitude to our Patreon supporters for giving monthly to make this show and others on the network possible. Support starts at $3 a month. Comes with some pretty fun perks. You can find out more at Patreon.com slash Studio DNA. Also, please let us know what you think. You can do that at your iTunes page, at SoundCloud. Just search for Studio DNA at SoundCloud to do that. Or you can email us at feedback at shoethedough.com. You want to be in the pre-show music? Do, 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 do. That was my favorite part.